Dionisio at the plate, he's over to today. Swakowski, the big right hander, lets it go. It's right down Broadway. Dionisio lets it fly, and it's. Oh, it's raining now. Welcome to another episode of Rain Delay Theater. My name is Jack Swakowski. And I'm Jeremy Dionisio. And we are coming to you with episode number 60, episode number 60. Uh, and uh, honoring uh, the player we're going to be honoring today is former number 60 uh, major league reliever, mostly in the Central Division, Todd Coffey. Yeah, that's right. Todd Coffey. Uh, just, um, I mean, I, I don't even know what to say about the guy. I like. I, I was not amused by his his shtick. Yeah, I, I was gonna say let's talk about the only thing Todd Coffey's actually known for, which is sprinting in from the bullpen. Yeah, I think he was the first guy to really do that. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, I don't know why. I mean, he was a big guy. Yeah. So he they have him at six four two forty. Yep. Um, and so if he's listed at two forty, you got to think maybe he was a little high, uh, heavier than that. Yeah. Um, so like did he did, was that some sort of thing like to say like hey I may be big but I'm in shape or something yeah, did was was it a play on his name coffee like he had to be like hyperactive at all times right yeah. what, did he see Pete Rose like sprint to first after a walk and he was like you know it'd be really cool if I did that out of the bullpen <laughs> um, yeah, yeah I don't know I. It, it didn't make any sense. Like it, it was, I was not amused. I didn't find it charming. No, and uh, uh, I, I had a friend ask me once. Uh, we, you know, he here, he uh, was listening to the podcast and heard us use the term baseball spaz. And oh he yeah. He asked me. He said, "Well, what's a, what's a baseball spaz?" <laughs> yeah. Um, it's kind of tough to define. Uh, but j- just kind of yeah. a guy who does extra stuff. Adam that, Rosales. A, yeah, Adam Rosales. Uh, Hunter Pence is probably the best yeah, of sure. the baseball spazzes. Yeah. Uh, Jared Hughes uh, does the same thing that. Todd Coffey does yeah. where he sprints out of the bullpen. He, Jared Hughes is the one with the goofy headshot, right? Yeah, I, I he he, like well, a, he's like a big goofy guy. He's like six seven. Yeah, um, just a, a big goofy guy. And I, his first game with the Brewers, like he he got picked up by the Brewers after he got cut by the Pirates. And like before the game, he told Craig Council, he's like, "Hey, just just to warn you, like if you call on me in the bullpen, I'm gonna sprint out of there." <laughs> it's like Craig Council has better th- stuff to be worried yeah, about exactly. than this guy who's gonna fucking sprint out of the bullpen. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Yeah, I'd like to see that that exchange go down. It's like, yeah, whatever. Man. <laughs> yeah, just, yeah. just make sure you're fucking not tired when you're pitching. Right. Which is like again, which is like makes me think like, is, why did Todd Coffee do this? Was he trying to prove? That he was in good shape, like it couldn't have it couldn't have made him a better pitch, a more effective pitcher. No. in his appearances, so like, no. it didn't make, make any sense. And, and it like, didn't speed the game up either. Those pitching no. changes are exactly the same. Uh, you know, and maybe he was like an early advocate for like speeding up the game of baseball. <laughs> yeah, like that was just his way of trying to drop the hint that he yeah. thought it should be going faster. Well, uh, I'm not sure. So uh, Todd Coffey hasn't played since 2012, which uh-huh. is a little surprising to me. I thought that he had maybe been around more recently than that. Yeah. Uh, but if anyone wants to check out uh, what's going on in Todd Coffey land, you can follow him at, at CoffeeTime60 <laughs> <laughs> on Twitter. So there you go. Um, yeah, he, we saw that he wore a different number early on in his career, but he must have really embraced the 60 because if it's in his Twitter handle, then uh, he, he's committed to it. So. Right. Yeah. Um, all right. So um, on a uh, on a little bit of a, a serious, more serious note, um, Jack, I just wanted to um, mention at the top of the show. Uh, uh, I want to like you know uh, give a shout out to um, uh, Kim Shattuck, uh, who is a, a musician in uh, one of my favorite bands, The Muffs, uh, just a punk rock band from L.A. Um, uh, the sing- Kim Shattuck, the singer, passed away a couple days ago from complications uh, from uh, ALS, actually, uh, the Lou Gehrig's disease. Um, and uh, so it was a real bummer. She was only 56 years old. And um, yeah, I don't know. They were just a fun band to, to see. Um, uh, I, I'm trying to think if uh, no, I would like. Uh, I'm trying to think if either Ben or Mark, past guests of the podcast, had seen them with me. But um, diff- different friends. But uh, but yeah, they were just a great band, and uh, it was a real bummer to to uh, hear the news that she passed away. Uh, the baseball tie into all this is that she was a Dodgers fan, uh-huh. um, and uh, I guess she was a Max Muncy fan. Oh, really? And so Muncy had had like a good game yesterday. Right. So like that. I was I was following like the bassist from the band and 
her like husband like on like Instagram and they were like, you know, saying like, you know, Max Muncie, like she would have been happy about that. So I hate to say this, but like now I'm almost in a position where like I would I would almost be happy. Like if there was one team in the playoffs that I did that I would not want to win, it would it would have been the Dodgers. So now I'm in a now I'm in a situation where like Oh well, that would be like good for for her memory or something if the Dodgers somehow won the World Series this year. So I'm in a situation now where I have like a, a very slight rooting interest in the Dodgers. But uh, yeah, so anyway, so I just wanted to to, to mention that and uh, yeah, uh, you know, dedicate the episode to or whatever as we go on to like rip you know players and, and managers or whatever. But uh, just wanted to mention that at the top of the pod and. Uh, uh, the Muffs were a great band. Check them out. They have uh, several albums. They have actually an album coming out like next week even, uh, which is sad that she passed away before it came out. But uh, they're a great punk band. So if, if uh, you know, if, if any listeners out there are looking to, uh, to check out another punk band, the, the Muffs are a good one. Well, Jeremy, Max Muncy also homered tonight, didn't he, if I'm not mistaken? I, they said he drove in four he drove in, yeah, or, yeah, or not four, in the series, in I guess. In the series, yeah. Yeah, so... Yeah, he's having a good series, so mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Well, uh, Jeremy, so I guess the uh, we're going to the Catalyst Content Festival next weekend, yep. folks. Um, and so Jeremy and I, uh, we had a very White Sox experience on the, <laughs> nor- on the north side of Chicago. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Uh, in our neighborhood, um, yeah. which is right north of Wrigley Field. Um, so Jeremy and I met up uh, earlier this week uh, to discuss some uh, some things about uh, the, the upcoming festival and our travel there. Yeah. And uh, well, basically, like I, I guess we should just set the scene. Uh, all of this occurred at the uh, uh, Montrose Brown Line station. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's our station. That's, if, that's our station. If anyone, if any disgruntled uh, White Sox fans want to, you know, come after us, like yeah. you can hang out the, the, at the Montrose station and try to see us. But <laughs> yeah, right. I, I was getting off the train coming back from work, and you were you. We were running some errands, and so we met up there. We uh, met up there. Um, you know, I was uh, going to give Jeremy a, a check for my half of our uh, our lodgings um, yeah. that we were uh, going to do. So that's why we met up. But uh, naturally, uh, you know, we got together, and we also took five minutes to just kind of discuss uh, the goings-on in yep. the playoffs and baseball and whatnot. Yeah, yes. And so as we were uh, discussing all of this, <laughs> we became distracted by what was going on across the street. Yeah. Uh, which was a, a security guard in full security uh, 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 clothing. Yeah. Um. He and this guy had on his like his security belt and everything with yeah. his pepper spray and his he had, like uh, the bayonet. blue sh- the blue shirt. Yeah. Yep. And, and then, like the yeah security guard jacket. Yeah. And uh, so what he was doing was he was putting an old uh, uh an old lady in holds. Uh, yeah. Like various like arm locks. Yeah. Like takedowns or like counter moves or something. Like, yeah. Yeah. And, and like this lady, like yes, she was old. Maybe haggard is a word that she yeah. could use. She looked bedraggled, maybe. She she looked she she looked like she was like half cat lady, half bag lady. Yeah, exactly. You know? yeah. yeah. But apparently they they were friends. They had some sort of camaraderie because he was like showing her like takedown moves or like yeah counters. Yeah, and, like, and Jeremy, as you as you stated, like they didn't get off the train together. No, because so, like, I saw that guy get off the train. Like, yeah, I got off the train. I saw him get off, and like he like looked at some, like, woman that walked by or whatever, and it's kind of, like, a creepy way. And uh-huh. I was like, Ugh. Um, <laughs> and, uh... And um, and he actually, no, you know what happened? Was he was actually going to get off, like, on the south side of Montrose, and then there was, like, this, like, woman that walked by, and he actually looked at her, and then, like, she was going the other way, and then he, he like, stopped and waited and then went, turned around and got off the same way that she did. Like, I took a special note of that, because I was like, that's disturbing. Yeah. Um, and then we got down off the train and, like, yeah, like five ten minutes later he's doing like yeah this is like it's like um like i'm picturing like in like batman begins when uh uh, what's Liam Neeson's character? Is yeah, like Ra's al Ghul is yeah. like training Batman. Yeah, that's it's like, like what they were. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's what they were. That's what they were doing. Um, like, yeah, like the old lady, the lady would put her hand out, and he would like grab it and like twist it behind her arm, and you know, show her how he could like you know counter that move or whatever. Yeah, it's very and, odd. And this wasn't like you know we're talking about this lady was pretty old. She was definitely uh, you know she had gray hair. She was probably in her sixties. And it, this did, yeah. this wasn't just going on for for two minutes. No, it this w- was going on for the entirety of our conversation yeah and then after we parted ways it was yeah. still happening yeah like so we should say there's like a bus stop there and yeah. there were people like waiting for the bus i assume that they were waiting for the bus um and uh and like there were people so other people were standing there waiting and they were like looking over because obviously like you this is happening it's like yeah i can't like look away from this and also right. like 
And, like, yeah, certainly if you just, like, looked and then looked away and did a double take, like, it looks like some guy's attacking a fucking, like, old lady yeah. or whatever. Yeah, it was the It was just absolutely bizarre, and it was, like, it made me think, I said to you, I'm like, you know, too bad we're not coming back from a game. And it almost seemed like this was, like, a game day uh, situation that we would have seen. Yeah, well, like I said, it was. It, uh, it seemed very, uh, very White Sox uh, to yeah. me, Jeremy. What it seemed like um, was, you know, you know, a scene from a, a movie where, like, you know, th- there's something happening in the for- like the there's a conversation yeah. happening in the yeah. foreground, yeah, 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 exactly. and like, uh, but but in the background, like, there's some ridiculous thing happening, and that's <laughs> actually what you're watching yeah, while yeah. this like banal conversation takes place. Yeah, totally. Uh, that's that's what it was. Um, so yeah, and Jeremy, we were uh, we were discussing the uh, the Brewers game that happened, and also the uh, we were making fun of the fact that we this was Wednesday night. It was, it was during the the, the AL Wild Card game. Yes. We were kind of making fun of the fact that we weren't watching the AL Wild Card game because it wasn't really very exciting at all. Yeah. Um, the Brewers game was obviously a disappointment for uh, Brewers fans. It's cool that they got that far, but I feel like their uh, stagecoach kind of turned back into a pumpkin uh, when they landed in Denver. Uh, they lost the last four games of the season. Well, did they? They played four in Denver, or are you? No, they played the wild three, card in, game? three in Denver, and then the last one in, in, the, in the Nationals. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, the wild card game. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. I thought that was interesting that like the the Rockies and the Cubs were playing spoiler the last weekend of the season. Yeah, and they were the two teams that like met in the wild card game last year. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I I don't really know like what to say about it, like. You know, uh, I mean, I think it was just a mad, yeah, like the the pumpkin turned or the stagecoach stage coach turned, turned into, into a pumpkin. pumpkin. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like you know, I it, we talked about how teams get better when the star goes down, and I think it was just they only had so much in them. Yep. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's it's weird, uh, but it, I don't know how far they could have gotten even if they won that game. So. No. You know, who knows? Um, I think, though, that we need to have an ode to Howie Kendrick. Yeah, like, sure. This guy is, this guy is amazing. I, I, yeah. unless, unless they were showing some, like, statistics, like, from how he hit against, like, left-handers specifically or something. Did he hit 344 this year? <laughs> I think um, he hit 344 this year. Yeah, possibly. That's absurd. Yeah, let me just use There's, my the I tab mean, that I was using. I, I was surprised the first time I saw him uh, playing this year. I was surprised. Yes, he hit 344 and in, uh, 334 official at bats. Yeah, I mean that's pretty wild. That's absurd. Yeah. Um, the the first time I saw him playing for the Nationals this year, and I think he was playing first base when I saw him, I was like, "Why? How is Howie Kendrick still in the league?" He hit a career high homers this year, and and you know it is like a juiced ball this year, but like yeah. even still at age 35 hitting uh, 17 homers, like. That's pretty wild. Yeah, I mean, you know, the guy, the guy, hadn't, he hadn't played over a hundred games since uh, 2016. It had been, it had been, you know, three, four years since he'd even played over a hundred games. He had a 966 OPS. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> the guy is just ridiculous. Uh, Interesting. He's, he's a professional hitter. Uh, it's not even his first year in Washington. In, in Washington, it's like no. you'd think that, like maybe. He was like you know striving higher with a new ballpark, but he, or with a new ball team. But uh, this is like, yeah, his third year in in uh, DC. Yeah, it's really weird. Um, so good, you know, good for him for sticking around. And I mean, obviously, he's going to still be playing next year if he had three forty four this year. Yeah, so yeah, for sure. The guy's just a he's a professional hitter. Unless maybe he's like the World Series MVP, then maybe he'll, he'll be like, oh, I'll walk away. Yeah, I mean, I yeah. Um, I watching the A's game. Uh, I well, first of all, A Rod was uh, was doing the A's game along with Matt Vescarzen and Jessica Mendoza, who okay. wasn't even like saying anything during the game. Like no. she would like she would like drop in like a, a an affirmative word like every now and then, but it's like. Uh, you know, I get get a Rod out of there and just like let her let her do stuff. And who, who's the who's the other guy? Is it Buster Only who who, uh, who talks? Yeah, or? I guess he is. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay, yeah. and like he, get get him and Jessica Mendoza in there and get a Rod out of there. There was uh, there was one point I think it was the uh, the, the ninth inning, um, bottom of the ninth with the the Rays uh, up. And uh, or the the A's were up rather they were at home and they were going to lose the game and and A Rod was like the A's need to flip the script from <laughs> 2014 when they lost to the Royals they need to flip the script it's like did you just say flip the script twice in two sentences like yeah. couldn't you come up with something like better to say what? that second time what inning was that it was i think it was the bottom of the eighth or the bottom of the ninth he was saying that they needed to i guess like because they lost that wild card game so i guess they needed to flip the script um yeah i guess i mean 
first of all, that's been the A's kind of mo, like in the playoffs, mm-hmm. like in this in the recent years, I would say. But like, also, it's like he waited to the eighth inning to give that analysis. Like, was <laughs> that part of his pregame keys to the game or something? Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, I mean, I would say so. I'd say any team who's losing five to one in a single elimination game in the eighth inning definitely needs to flip a script. Yeah, for, uh, for bri- sure. you know, brilliant analysis. And yeah. <laughs> so for for the A's though, they you know they, they had a sellout crowd for that game at the Coliseum. Yeah. It's probably forty five, fifty thousand people. They there. opened up seats that normally they have blocked off. Yeah, and, yeah. and here's my question: like, so all of these people are willing to come out to a one game playoff? Like, where are even ten thousand more of these people during the regular season? The A's get like. 15,000 people a game. Yeah. Why can't at least some more of these people... If there's that much interest, and obviously there's interest. I remember it was a year or two years ago, like the A's gave away like free tickets to a game. And everybody, uh, like everybody came. Like the game sold out in like a matter of minutes or... Or something. I think they. Yo, go ahead. Yeah, I was just gonna say. You know, it can't be like it can't be any harder than like a White Sox ticket. You know, you can probably get tickets for like five or six bucks. Yeah. No, I went the 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 A's game that I went to was like, I I want to say it was a dollar ticket. Like it was like a dollar Wednesdays or something. It might have been like four dollar Wednesdays. Yeah. Like, and that's from the team. That wasn't. That's from the team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's pretty sad. Um. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. It's 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 weird. The, the stadium, I mean, maybe... I thought the stadium was cool, but maybe that was just, like, kitsch value or something. Right. Like, it does feel like a coliseum in that place. And, yeah. like, I could only imagine... I the, My walking... Like, my lasting uh, takeaway from that stadium was, like... Because it's, it's very high, and it's round, and, like, it goes around the whole way. Like, that third tier or whatever yeah. goes all the way, um, I feel like, into center field. Yeah. Um, and it's just high and round and yeah, you feel like you're in a Coliseum and like, I was thinking like, I could only imagine what this was like in 89 or whatever, like when the team was like doing really good, um, to have all those seats filled, like Mm -hmm. it it would have to be pretty imposing for like, and loud for like a visiting team to try to, you know, hear what's going on or whatever. So, I mean, that could be an advantage for them, but yeah, I I just, I don't know. People are, I, I, is it because... The, like the Bay Area is so nice that people don't want to be, at, but people go to Giants games, so I don't, I don't know. Yeah, and I was gonna say maybe it's hard to get to the stadium if you don't have a car, but I think there's a train stop that's kind of the near Bart. the stadium. Yeah, yeah. That, which is kind of like the, uh, yeah, maybe like the red line. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, you know, and and I was I was thinking though, just looking at all those fans in the stands, I feel like uh, you know that game was sort of like the Australia of playoff games. You know how Australia was like founded on like they just sent a bunch of like prisoners uh-huh. to Australia. Yeah, it's like that's where like all of the fucking like baseball like roughnecks like ended <laughs> up who couldn't who got kicked out of every other stadium. Yeah, right. everybody in that stadium looked like they uh, were in a biker gang or something. Yeah. <laughs> that could be part of it too. Maybe I know that like. The parking lots, they say the parking lots for Raiders games are kind of scary. Yeah. Um, and uh, even at the the game that I was at, people were, like, tailgating out of, like, hollowed out, like, steel drums, you know? Yeah. Like, um, it seemed pretty intense, and that was for, like, an after a Wednesday afternoon game or something. Yeah. So maybe people are afraid to go to games. I don't know. It looked like a, uh, kind of a rough crowd. But uh, anyway, um, you know, the Rays ended up uh, ended up advancing. Uh, yeah, so. I, I got to say, I, I thought it was pretty cool that Yandy Diaz was, like, a, a hero of that yeah. game. Um, yeah, I think he's uh, he's an interesting player. Um, Charlie Morton, they said, like, he's the first player in history to win three elimination games. Uh, so wow. that's pretty cool. Yeah, uh, did he do that with different teams? I mean, I would assume he did it with the Astros, the Rays, and uh, what he didn't do it with the Pirates. Did, did he? He maybe did. I, yeah, I don't. I was gonna say, did he do it with two two with the Astros? That maybe year? he did two with the Astros. Oh yeah, I, I didn't figure it was uh, maybe could have been in the same season. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah, interesting. Maybe the previous round or something like that. For yeah. sure. Yeah. But yeah, so um, so yeah, that's interesting. Charlie Morton is a guy who like was with the. Pirates and yeah, they seemed like just some like schlub, yeah, like some schlub like fourth or fifth starter. Yep, and I mean he kind of is like a third starter or something, but he's good. Like, yeah, he's a good third starter, and he's thirty five now, so he he re- he really reinvented himself. Yeah, that's an interesting story. Um, and but. one you know one more thing though, uh, Avi Garcia hit a home run. Uh, yeah. uh, you <laughs> yeah. know, he, he, Jeremy said he's a piece on that team. You heard yeah. it. You heard it here. You heard it here first, folks. Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, good for good for Avi. There have been a um, some managerial firings uh, or just uh, lettings go. Yeah, recently. well, you know what? Well, before before we get to that, Jack, let's talk. 
let's just kind of touch base with the first round of the playoffs oh, real yeah. quick. Um, so, like, yeah, like, uh, well, as we started recording here, uh, this, uh, we had just the, the game two of the Nats Dodgers series had just ended. Um, and so that, that series is split. Right, one mm-hmm. one. Yep. The both yep. both NL series are are one one right now. Yes. Um. The uh, Yankees, uh, kind of that game got away from the Twins at the end there, so they're up one nothing. And the Astros, like Verlander, like what did seven shutout innings against the Rays or whatever. Uh-huh. Um. So they're they're looking good. I mean, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens. But uh, I was saying, like, if it's if it's Cardinals, Dodgers, Yankees, Astros, I'm like, I'm gonna have to really try to be interested in the rest of the playoffs. Jeremy likes to see a smaller market team in the World Series, is yeah. that right? Yeah, I mean I would say I would say a majority of people like are tired of, you know, it's it's not like I think a majority of fans like are into when like there's some new blood in there, uh-huh. you know? Like uh, I mean, certainly the Dodgers, I, I'm just tired of the Dodgers. I Right. Well, they they've been there the last 2 years. It was at the point like I think it was like Last year, I was almost like hoping that they would win, just so it would that wouldn't be a story anymore. Right? Like, I just want them to win a World Series just so we can stop talking about it or whatever. I'm yep. sure people felt that way about the Cubs, but um, <laughs> definitely. But like, yeah, I just you know, I just I give them the friggin' title and like let's kind of move on from that. Uh, but uh, I mean, the Yankees team isn't that hateable, so like, no, I I wouldn't mind seeing them win, but. Uh, I certainly would like to see the Rays or the Twins or something do something, and yeah. even the Nats I like this year. So right, yeah, we'll see. But uh, but yeah, so those those series are, are marching on. Um, yeah, I mean the I think the the baseball purist would probably go for Yankees Dodgers. Um, at least I could. I feel I feel like I would I could safely cheer for the Yankees in that series. The, the television networks uh, yeah. also would definitely like Yankees Dodgers. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so I mean from that angle. It could be good for baseball, I suppose. Yeah, you know, Jeremy, you mentioned that uh, you thought well, we we were watching the game just now, and, and Corey Seager uh, struck out to end the game. You mentioned yeah. you, you thought that Corey Seager was overrated. Yeah. I mean, I would agree. It, it seems like that guy gets, he's one of those guys that gets hurt every single year. It's like, dude, you gotta you got to stay in the field, man. Yeah, for sure. And, I mean, like, and maybe in compared to, like, old... The, like the old crop of shortstops, maybe he's impressive. But I mean, there's some really good shortstops out there. There's a lot more coming as well. Um, and uh, yeah, I, Corey Seager ain't shit, man. Yeah, that, that's my that's my yeah. analysis on Corey yeah. Seager. He yeah. ain't shit. No. So um, anyway. yeah, and and yeah, you had a hot take on Carlos Correa too. Yeah, I mean Carlos Correa also seems like he's he's kind of living off of like his rookie year. Uh, accomplishments a little bit. Um, Another guy who spends at least a month or two on the injured list every single season. Yeah, I actually didn't even check. Is he is he on the roster? You know, don't, I don't yeah, know. That, that, oh yeah, that's it. We're, yeah, we're gonna see a little later. Yeah, we we never actually formally told you what this episode is gonna be about, folks. It's mainly a, a catch up. We're gonna talk about uh, managerial firings and the worst player on each playoff roster. So yeah. I didn't. Um, yeah, we we I didn't actually we didn't check if Carlos Correa was on that roster. That's true. I could just yeah, he is. Uh, he is okay. Um, no surprise there. So clearly we didn't watch the Astros game today, but that yeah. was that was right in the smack dab of the afternoon. Yeah, so. and, uh, I, yeah, I think we were probably both at work. We were. Um, so uh, yeah, so he played. He went one for four or three strikeouts. Okay. Well, you know, Jeremy, I, I will say that I would not be opposed to a Yankees Dodgers uh, World. Series, um, just because you know it seems like maybe that those are the two best teams. Although I think that if the NLCS, if the Braves and Dodgers make that, that will be a very good series too. Yeah, for sure. So, I mean, I, I guess I like the Braves too. I mean, I'd like mm-hmm. to any more games that we could see of Ronald Acuna would be nice. Yeah. Um. So that would be cool. It's, uh, as long as he uh, starts hustling. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah, I'd like to interview some people who want to bench him. For uh, for the series, like yeah, that's a good move. That's really gonna right. get the message across. Um, but uh, yeah, okay. So Jack, I know you were um, you were dovetailing into um, managers. So yes, uh, obviously another thing that comes along with playoff time is man- managerial uh, openings. Yep. And uh, there's certainly a lot of them. Uh, yeah, Joe Madden is gone. Well, Jeremy, um, you know, I think that uh, more and more as I've thought about this, I think Mark Loretta is going to be the next Cubs manager. Okay. I, be- I believe it. I believe yeah. it. Uh, he's, he's definitely been considered a candidate. Uh, uh, his name has been bandied about. Um, he's familiar with the culture of the clubhouse. 
Uh, you know, he's, he's He'll got... He'll do it for like 50 bucks a yeah, game yep, or something? Yeah, I think, that's, I think that's the main criteria. I really think okay. that's what they're looking for. Uh, I mean, I think that they could probably get David Ross for not that much more no, than no. what Mark Loretta would yep. cost. Mm-hmm. But, and um, David Ross would be more of a splash. Yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah, that's the thing is like, so I, I mean, Joe, Joe Girardi is pretty much like telling everyone that he wants to manage the Cubs. Uh-huh. And... Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, uh, so he definitely wants the job. If they'll like interview him and hire him, he would take it. I think so. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think he. Yeah. I mean, he's he's really putting it out there. Yeah. I think so. Um. So yeah. I mean, I don't know. Uh. I. But I just don't see like the Cubs doing that. I mean, yeah. When you have like it, it's like uh when the Yankees let him go because I, I looked this up and like his last contract I think was for four years like sixteen mil. Right, so like, mm-hmm. I just don't think the Cubs are gonna want to pay him that much. Yep. Um, and then like, I don't know. It, he it seems like he wants the job so bad that he would take. He would say like, listen, I'll do it for a million a year. Or I don't know, <laughs> yeah. but, um, but yeah, like, so when the Yankees made that move from Girardi to Aaron Boone, mm-hmm. it's like okay, there's a shift here happening in baseball, and like, yep. Major markets aren't going to pay managers big bucks anymore, mm-hmm. and uh, so I don't see the Cubs. I don't see the Cubs paying, especially when they're crying poor or whatever. They didn't have enough money to go after any of the free agents this past year. So, like, I, I just I kind of feel like they're not going to pay what Girardi's going to cost. Yep. But I don't think that they. Yeah, I mean, you really, you really think that Loretta is? Well, I, you know, Jeremy, it, it wouldn't surprise me. Um, I so Mark Loretta is my uh, prediction. I heard they were also interviewing Will Venable, who had been on the coaching staff. Because yeah. um, I feel like if they're going to go cheap, I can see them. I was thinking like like Raul Abanez is an yeah. They mentioned Raul Abanez. Yeah. Yeah, like I was. I would almost say like I could see them doing something like that. Uh huh. Um, but. Uh, I don't know. That would be very odd. Could you imagine Raul Abanez managing the Cubs? <laughs> no, that would be absurd. But yeah, uh, but yeah, that would that would truly. It's like that would be like the uh, the like scientific proof that like managers don't like have any outcome on games if the Cubs were right. successful under him. I feel like Mark Loretta um, would be one of those managers who like managed the Cubs during that time between uh, Lou Pinella and Joe Madden. Yeah, you know, for where sure. there was a string of like four different guys. Uh, yeah, like the Mike Quaddy or whatever. Yeah, Mike Mike Quaddy to Dale Swaim. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean Renteria. Yeah, I guess so. I mean I just I the thing is I don't think that they're in a position to have some sort of like uh, seed holder or whatever. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't know. Who knows? If they're really tru- truly trying to go on the cheap, then certainly Mark Loretta fits that bill. <laughs> you know, I don't know. But uh, we'll see. I mean, my, if I have to guess, um, uh, I don't know, man. I mean, I know that, like, it, I know that everyone would love if it was David Ross. I think that if they're going to go inexperienced, then just fucking hire David Ross. Right. Just do it. Um, David Ross is also, like, on ESPN saying that he wants the job. Yeah, and so, like, he, he's been auditioning for it and when he's been calling games. You yeah. know, saying, like, oh, you know, if I was the manager, <laughs> I would steal in this situation. Yeah, like, for sure. Yeah. So, uh, you know, it's the Cubs job seems like it's one everybody wants. Um, it'll be interesting to see who ends up getting it. I think Joe Madden will manage next year if he wants to. Where do you think um, he's going to manage? Uh, well, I guess it's San, San Diego. Yeah. Um, seems like the, the number one candidate. And San Diego seems like a team that, like, you know, even though nobody's paying managers anymore, like, they seem like a team that would be stupid enough to still pay a manager, <laughs> like, $5 million a year. Yeah, for sure. Um, so yeah. that would not surprise me. They also, so the Phillies are meeting with Gabe Kapler <laughs> this week. They have not announced if he's going to yeah. come back. What is he going to do? Are they, like, interviewing him again for the job? Like, well, I mean, what what is that meeting going to consist of? Are they of? checking like game like footage or something? Like, what did he do in this situation? Like, some apparently the Phillies don't know yet if they if they want to high, fire or hire him yet. Yeah. And so, like, I mean, on the one hand, I'll say that like baseball offseason is you know weird because they it's like out of respect for like the playoffs, like teams don't announce hires or like, sign free agents. Yeah, like yeah. during like like on game on like playoff game days or whatever like i feel like someone was was hired on like an off on the off day during the world series a couple years ago or something uh i don't remember who who the like maybe don mattingly or something like yeah. signed with the dodgers or something but like um so maybe there's like there's not like a, a ticking clock but like yeah i mean 
listen, you got, what, two years of Gabe Kapler to decide whether or not you think he should be your manager or not. Um, not to mention his, like, thoughts about uh, what cocoa butter or something. Um, yeah, coconut putting oil. it on his uh, testicles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, so, yeah, so I, I think um, I would also think, like, if they're not sure yet, that might mean that he's fired. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 It's like maybe they are sure and they're just not telling him. Right, you know? yeah. So, anyway. But, uh, yeah, they put the Mets put Mickey Calloway out of his misery. Yep. Um, the Angels uh, fired uh, Broad Brad Asmus, um, <laughs> as uh, said on the score by uh, George Offman, uh, okay. the local radio station. He called him Brad Asmus. Nice. And then I think they, I think he called like he miss he misspoke several times and he called him like Broad. So like it makes me think like he's just like a guy with a big ass. Yeah, broad yeah. Brad Asmus. That that's brilliant. That's like when my coworker <laughs> called Cody Ashy Cody Ass Cheek. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, yes. So. Um, um, yeah, uh, so the thing with with uh, Osmus was that uh, you know the the Angels sucked this year. Os- this was his first year. First in LA, year, right? that's so funny. Yeah, um, and but, but they they sucked though. They they were yeah. you know never in contention, uh, and you know. Uh, I, I guess Trout got hurt for the last month of the season, but the Angels are a mess. You know, they've got Trout and Pujols and Otani. They're maybe a um, bigger joke than the White Sox. Yeah, right? yeah. I, I think that's pretty safe to say. I, I think so too. Is, well, I mean, when you have the best player in baseball yeah. and you can't you can't seem to do anything with it, and Pujols' contract is almost up, and that's just been a complete albatross. Although he didn't have a bad year this year, he maybe hit like two forty five, but he still had like ninety two RBIs and maybe 25 homers. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, I mean, Trout had another MVP type of year. You have Otani. They got Cole Calhoun. I mean, they had Justin Upton. He, like, he's making a bunch of money. Yeah. Um, well, what, what, let's put it this way. Like, baseball fans who are not Angels fans are mad at the Angels. Yeah. They're mad because Mike Trout is the best player in baseball, and they're not giving him a team to win with. No, I mean, he should be in the playoffs this year. Yeah. Uh, so, and he's not even close. So, like, yeah, if, if me and you are mad at the Angels, like, imagine, like, I don't know if there are true Angels fans because it's L.A., but, uh, but yeah, it's like there's a problem when, like, when people, like, who have no, no ties to the team are mad at the franchise. Yeah, and, and Jeremy, is this a job that anybody is even going to want? Like, the ma- the manager job? The, yeah, yeah. I, I don't think so, unless, unless they hire Madden, who has well, an extensive history with the franchise. Franchise. That's what I'm. So that I'm like, did they just hire? Did they just fire Osmus so, so like they could try to woo Madden? It's like honestly that this is just occurring to me now. But it seems like yeah, because yeah. the Osmus firing seems to be coming out of the blue. I mean, he was only he was only there for for one season. Yeah, that's sure. that's that's hardly anything. So it no. seems like sort of a rent a renteria situation. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um. And, and like, and I don't think Madden wants that job either. Mm. Like, I don't think he wants that situation. I'm no. sure he would love to go back to the Angels, maybe. Yeah. But like, but when you talk about the 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 Padres, like, I, you know, I, you can see them giving that him five million dollars. I also feel like it's a perfect fit for Madden. It's like laid back. It's like California. Like yep. he could wear his like shades like all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I'm sure he'll like think of some like beach themed like activities for the team to right. do or whatever. So, um. I think that's a. I think that that's a good fit. I could definitely see that happening, um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, and and uh, actually, Philly too. Madden is from uh, Pennsylvania. Yeah, think, right. So people were saying that like maybe that would. But you know that that seems like a little bit. It's a, out there. That's yeah, a long shot. I don't maybe. think he wants like. So the other thing too, like I, you know, people were like kind of like. There's been a lot of mixed feelings about Madden leaving the Cubs, but like I also think like and people were saying like oh you know hey the grass isn't always greener and like uh, all this stuff and be careful what you wish for but it's like I also don't think Madden is the kind of guy who wants to be around for like the like the decline right you know like I think he was totally happy to get out like on a relatively like good note like the Cubs are making they posted like this vi- this love letter video to him today. Um, Tom Ricketts sent out like an email to like the Cubs newsletter like uh, chain saying like you know thanks to Madden and everything. So like there's still a lot of love for Joe Madden and I don't think he's the kind of guy who would have stuck around for like the dark fallout like like with Ditka like right. with the Bears like like it got ugly in the last years of Ditka and like um, I don't think Madden is that kind of guy. He's too laid back and too like kind of uh, chill to like be there for for that for for when it gets ugly so Mm -hmm. um and i don't think he wants to be like like he wouldn't touch the mets job with a 10-foot pole no uh i don't think he wants i don't i think the same thing would would be kind of similar with the phillies job like 
especially with like the Harper contract and all the like uh, expectations. So yeah, I mean the, the the Padres seem like a perfect job for him, and like the Padres have a lot of help coming. Yeah, and and years. a lot of young guys too, which is kind of man, especially that's what he did with the Cubs is like yeah. kind of bring a young clubhouse together with like a couple of select veterans. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, so I think that's that's going to be his his landing spot. I can't wait for like twenty twenty one when he pulls Mackenzie Gore out with like in the fifth inning and he gets <laughs> pissed at him for taking him out too early. But it'll be yeah. interesting to see. Yeah, uh, yeah, he pulls him out after he lets a runner on. You know. For, he plays the one-man game with yeah, Mackenzie Gore. Exactly. Know, he'll yeah. still be doing that shit. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Um, but yeah, the uh, uh, pi- Pirates uh, are available. Clint Hurdle. Yeah. Yeah. I like, I like that. We can talk about that really quick. Um, uh, yeah. So, like, they said, like, they and they let him know, like... Well, first of all, I, I think I missed this because I was out of the country, but they asked Hurdle, like, if he thought he'd be back next year, and he said he did. Yeah. I think he said he was like, oh, yeah, they told me I was going to be back. <laughs> like, yeah, right. I think... Like he was trying to like pressure them into yeah. like bringing him back because he had a, he has a two more years on his contract I think yeah and so people were like a lot of actually pirates fans were saying oh like they'll probably just keep him because the pirates are so cheap that yeah. they'll just they don't want to pay somebody for not working what a what a sack of meat in a, in a <laughs> yeah, baseball man. uniform yeah yeah just a dope and so then like they they announced uh, that Sunday that he was not going to be back. And then he declined to manage the team that last game. Yeah, so I think Tom Prince managed the it team. Was it was a Tom him. Prince. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's funny. So yeah, or class act right to the end for Clint Hurdle. Yep. Um yeah. Uh so And then uh, Bruce Bochy, uh, who they're also saying uh, he he didn't really get fired, he sort of just rode off into the sunset. Because that's yeah. another guy I don't think he wants to be a part of like whatever the whatever the Giants are. I was gonna say the part of the Giants rebuild, but it doesn't seem like they're they're doing a white Sox where they're not really uh, committed to rebuilding. No. But they're just kind of like putting uh, you know, veteran guys who aren't very good like Kevin Pilar and Pablo Sandoval and just sort of sticking them in everyday roles. Yeah. Hoping to maybe finish a couple games over 500, so that that seemed, Bruce Bochy uh, seemed like he was just kind of done with it. So he's he, gone now. Yeah, he doesn't need any of that shit. No, he's got three. World yeah, Series. He's, got, he's got three rings. So yeah. I, I think that if Madden doesn't take the job, because Bochy never actually ruled out managing, so I would assume that maybe the Pirates, uh, Padres rather, might try to uh, get Bochy to manage there too to come uh, back. Yeah, to come back. Yeah. Uh, so you know, we'll see. Um, a rain delay theater staple is uh, talking about the worst player on each playoff roster. Yeah, it's like, hey, congratulations on getting in the playoffs. Now we're going to analyze your roster and find the worst guy on your team. <laughs> we did it with the last 10 World Series champions. Yep. So let's do it this year for the uh, 2019 uh, playoff team. All right, all right. I love it. Uh, so we're starting with the, looks like the Rays. I got the Rays up here. Let's yeah. start with the AL. Why okay. Not? So, yeah, I mean... Uh, and again, what, so what were what were our like uh, guidelines? Like, did we say like backup catchers were off limits? Yeah, I think I think so. So we said yeah, okay, ba- no fine. backup catchers. Yeah, that's fine. Well, you know what? Hold on, because I'm looking at this roster and I don't see uh, Brousseau. Um, yeah, am but, I missing him here? Okay. Uh, well, it says uh, infielder, outfielder Daniel Robinson, and then Brousseau. Oh, he didn't make the NLDS roster. Oh, okay. So we got the NLDS. Oh, oh you're man. so lucky, Mike Brousseau. Yeah, yeah. Oh, god damn it, you dude. You played. You played. Three positions. I think he was the only player to ever play first, second, and third in a playoff. He was. Game. They made a tops now card. Of Ooh, him, wow. Okay. Yeah. But, um, but yeah. So, oh man. Oh god. He's so lucky that he he because yep he escaped. He had the crosshairs right on his back. Yeah. Although I feel I'm I'm getting the sense here of a very easy target. Yeah. Here to pick. I I think so too. Um, you want to say it on the count of three, Jack? Yeah. One, One two. two Three, Eric, Eric Sogard. Yeah, there you go. Okay, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah. Yes, I, I knew it, 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 it has to be that. And Jeremy wasn't he? I wonder. I'm almost wondering if he was uh, 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 the um, in this before. Uh, has he ever been? In play? Yeah, I feel like I feel like Eric Sogard was brought up. Uh, he might have been on like the A's roster when they played the Royals, but like, uh, uh, yeah, but sure. I, I, was he ever on a World well, Series? Well, we definitely roster? ripped him on this. Well, yeah, we ripped him on this. That's podcast. what you're asking. Multiple yes. times. <laughs> definitely, he's yeah. definitely been made fun of. I don't know so. if he was like the singled out as a worst. Was he maybe a non-roster invitee? Maybe. Yeah, he yeah, that, yeah. That, that, that could have been something. Yeah, you know what? Actually, he started <laughs> this year as a non-roster invitee. I think with like maybe the Blue Jays or somebody. He made yeah. he made the Blue Jays, and now he's on the Rays playoff roster. Yeah. So yeah. congratulations to Eric Sogard <laughs> for that this roller coaster of a 
of the season. I gotta say that was one of my favorite Rain Delay theater moments. Yeah, that was that was good. Yeah, That's some great on the fly producing right there. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, nicely done. Yeah, I mean, uh, I man, I like so many guys on this roster. Yeah, Jiman um, Choi, uh, yeah. former Brewer. I I love Willie Adamas. I I hope that he keeps um, you know improving. Mm. Uh, Brandon Lau uh, has a lot of promise. Yep. Matt Duffy, I'm looking in your direction a little bit, but I, I, I he might actually be good. I think Rays fans like Matt Duffy. Yeah. But I, I haven't paid close enough attention to to he, tell you exactly why he sucks. He but. was he was hurt uh, to begin the year, so he kind of didn't come back until maybe July or August. Um, we yeah. got Avi Garcia down there, Tommy Pham, the former Cardinal. Yeah. Um, I, I gotta say, Austin Meadows, Austin, Jack. Listen, uh, I, I think I've mentioned my fantasy baseball uh, team uh-huh. on this podcast, uh-huh. and uh, I won't bore any, everyone with it. But I did win my championship. Yep. Um, it was a very hard fought battle. I gotta say, and I had I drafted Pete Alonso and Eloy Jimenez. They certainly helped. But but Austin Meadows in September, I, I feel like he is. Like I, I share the championship with him. He had an amazing September. He was Player of the Month, I think, for yep. the AL. Mm-hmm. Uh, had a great month, and he's uh, he's awesome. I, I love the guy. I've liked him since he was a pirate. Um, part of this, the that horrible trade. Yeah. Um, that the Pirates got fleeced. Um, yeah, which, yeah. Um, it was uh, Meadows and Glass now for yeah. uh, Chris Archer. Horrible trade. You can set your watch to to. Uh, the amount of convicts on the Pirates <laughs> and them getting fleeced in trades. Going all the way back to 03 with the the Kenny Lofton, uh, uh, Aramis Ramirez trade. Yeah. Who, yeah. who did the Cubs give up? Bobby Hill uh-huh. and um, Kevin Hart, I want to say. Yeah, there was a pitcher named Kevin Hart, but that might have been a separate trade even. I know that Bobby Hill... And not the not the animated character from King of the Hill, uh, but there was a second. The Cubs had a second base prospect named Bobby Hill, and he never amounted to anything. Uh, but he was like the linchpin of that trade. I mean, actually, he might have been a player to be named later in that trade. But I think he was like the sneaky, like you know, yeah, blue chip of that trade. Uh-huh. And obviously, Ramos Ramirez happened. So right. Yes. Anyway, okay. Let's move on. Let's move on. Yeah. So let's go. We got the Astros here. Okay, this might be a tougher one. Their roster yeah, is pretty yeah, good. Right. They're a good team. Um. Ooh, wow. Uh, I shouldn't tip my hand here, but yeah, uh, yeah, I just yeah, pointed yeah. at a guy. Oh, wow. Joe, Joe Smith is on the Astros. That's, I mean, I did not know that. Is that that's got to be the same. Is that the same Joe Smith? I feel it like is, he hasn't yeah, it's been. Gotta, it's got to be the same Joe Smith that was on like the Mets and, Jesus the, uh, Christ. and the Angels. And, He's uh, 35 at this point. Yeah. But again, he, he was, was on the Cubs. Yeah. He I, was on that yeah. 2016 Cubs team and he sucked on that team. <laughs> Yeah. Actually, he didn't. He had a 251 ERA. Why did I remember him sucking? I, I feel like he never did anything. Well, I thought team. that he did as well. Yeah. He was on the 16 Cubs, huh? That's crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, I don't think he made the playoff roster. That's for he sure. He didn't. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he has had good numbers, but I haven't heard this guy's name in years. No, no. He only pitched 25 innings for Houston this year. Yeah. Um, yeah. Maybe he was semi-retired or something. I yeah. don't know. And but, yet he's on, yeah, he's on the playoff roster. Yeah. Um. Let, let's see. Let's look I at their think, position players. Their position players are all pretty. They are. Although I think I have a pick. I okay. think I have a pick. Um. Yeah. Uh, Jeremy, I was gonna say. Uh, oh man, this is tough. But I, I would say, you know, I was gonna say Hector Rondon. Man, like, is he uh, having a good season? Um. I don't know about that. I would probably say no. But yeah. Um, because um, I haven't followed him. I, I would have said Presley, but Presley was an all-star this year. Well, I was going to say, that's what I would have guessed that you would have said, Jack, No, because... yeah, but he, he, was an, yeah, he was an all-star. 371 ERA for Rondon in 60 and two-thirds innings. Yeah. Um, I would just say, yeah, it's, I mean, he's, he's, on a, he's on the roster of the best team in baseball, which is pretty surprising. Yeah. Um, Josh James is not he, – he could be good in the uh, future, but he's not – I don't think he has great numbers. Yeah. Um, I mean, I just want to say Jake Marisnik. Oh, oh, you know what? I miss Marisnik. Where, okay, where? Yeah, he's there. He's in the outfield. Okay, that, that's uh, a great, that's a great pick, Jeremy. Yeah, um, I mean, he ain't shit. No, um, yeah, not only is he not shit, but he's a he 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 fucked up Jonathan Lucroy this year. Yeah, you for know? sure. Yeah, um, made a made a fucking dirty slide. Um, two thirty three. He's a career two twenty seven hitter. Yeah, I mean, man. like, is he that great of a uh, position player is, that? Yeah, the, and, or defense. And you know. How is he still even on the Astros? You know, yeah. he, the guy's made a, a, a living being a fourth or fifth outfielder. He's never been the he's never been the starter, and he looks like a, he's in the a Jeff Samarja and uh, Michael Morse uh, like <laughs> yeah. mold of like like just big, tall, like 
uh, lummoxes with like uh, you know long, long hair, hair and beards. But he doesn't even seem like he's not as like uh, cro magnany. I can't even say it. Like like Mike Morse's. He just right. seems like a dope. So yeah, I'll say Jake Marisnik. Okay, on that that's roster. a good that's a good call. No one will argue that. No, point, no, and that's a that's a very good call. Um, let's go Twins first because the Yankees might be a little harder. So here's the Twins uh, roster. I mean. I feel like I know where I'm going to have to pick from this, like what area I'm going to have to okay, pick from. Okay, sure, yeah, here, yeah, yeah. but uh, <clears throat> let's just get the last. Couple and, of and we saw we saw the twins, Jeremy. We um, did. Oh wow, Jake Cave is on the playoff yeah, roster. Yeah, he is. The caveman. Yeah. yeah. Um. Uh. Okay. Let's see here. Well, I am going to pick uh, uh, our boy Sergio Romo. For this one. <laughs> oh man. Okay. All right. A guy yeah. who they actually traded for. Yeah, a guy who they traded for, who we saw get two saves this year. We yeah. saw nothing but good things from Sergio yeah. Romo. But True. Uh, that's a guy who should not be in the major leagues anymore. <sighs> well, listen, Jack, I didn't like do an in-depth look at, at the numbers here. I'm going bullpen as well, but I mean like I feel like to me it, it might be like Randy Dobnak. I don't even know how to say his name. Yeah, yeah. Or yeah. Cody Stashak. Right. Which I don't also I also don't know how to pronounce his name. For sure, yeah. But um I mean Cody Stashak gave up some runs today, like so I'll say him. Yeah, well, be careful what you say about Randy Dobnak, Jeremy. Uh, you, you, you never know when you might end up in his Uber. Yeah, yeah, so, sure, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, I do, you know, you know being in the big city, you, you go out and you, you, you take Ubers every once in a while. So, yeah, that's true. I don't I don't want him to uh, disappear me <laughs> in the back of his uh, Prius or whatever. So Right. Yeah. Okay, well, I mean, yeah, I mean, Jake Cave seems like a good pick as well, but yeah. like, that, I don't know, it's like, for a, a contending, for a team that won, how many, 93 games? Did they, uh, 101, okay. Twins, I think Twins won 101 this year. For a team that mistaken. won that many games, uh, you would think that you would, like, know their bullpen a little more, and there's just some names on there that I had seen, but I didn't think that they were, like, a 101 win team bullpen Quality. No, no, absolutely not. So, yeah, I'll say uh, Cody Station. Nice, nice. Okay. Um, all right, Yankees, here we go. This so will be interesting. Um, yeah. Uh, oh, let's see. I'm a little stopped up there. There we go. Um, yeah, I mean, a team that dealt with a lot of injuries. Mm-hmm. Stanton is on the playoff roster. Yeah, okay, that's uh, that, yeah, that's interesting. I, I guess when you're paying a guy $30 million a year, if he's healthy, you better put him on your playoff just roster. To, yeah, I, I just had to double-check to make sure that was the 2019 right. uh, roster. Yeah. But yeah. Um, so, yeah, uh, man, you know, this is a tough one. Yeah, scroll down to the outfielders teams. once. I, I want to see, uh, I want to take a look at that. Uh, yeah. Okay. Ooh. Gotta love that fourth outfielder there. Yeah, yeah, I know. Oh boy, Cameron Mabin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've talked about him a lot. Somehow he ended up on the Yankees this year, and he's on their playoff roster. Yeah. He may be, I, I wonder how many teams he's been on, but I, yeah, I mean, I was going to say the Yankees are... One of the last teams, yeah. probably. Yeah. Um, uh, let, let me see here. Uh, go up, go up once, Jeremy. Let's let's look at that. You know, I was going to. Ooh. Um, okay. I I would say. Uh, uh, I think is, I have my pick. Okay. I'm you know, I, I think I have my my pick too, Jeremy. Okay. I'm gonna pick. I'm gonna pick J A Hap. I think J. <laughs> I think J A Hap sucks. I like. His, yeah. yeah. Okay. His numbers are terrible. Yeah. I, I mean, he's he's one of those guys like. I mean, he's an innings eater, I guess. Like, yeah. I think like it's it's that's a weird moniker for a player because it's like four ninety one ERA in one hundred sixty one innings. Yeah, I mean, I feel like like innings eater is like it's like it's like the like saying like oh you have beautiful eyes of like right. of baseball. It's like okay, he's an innings eater. That doesn't mean he's good or bad. It means uh-huh. like he's helping the team out by just pitching some you know. Shitty innings, I right. guess. Yeah. So, um, yeah, he's a guy who like has been around. Like he was, look, he was an all star in twenty, like last year. Yeah. So, I mean, the guy. Although, if you look at his um, Blue Jays numbers, he also had a four eighteen ERA there. So, I don't know what's going on with Jay Happ, but um, also I'll tell you this: I'm annoyed by him just because he, his name is J period A period Happ, but he wants people to call him Jay Happ. Yeah. So it's like okay, well then. Then either say that your name is J A Y or just put a J period hap. Right. Well, yeah. Get rid of that A then. <laughs> so I'm annoyed by that. Right. He, he's a guy who got hit in the head with a line drive. <laughs> Maybe too. that has something to something to do Maybe. with it. Maybe I don't know, but uh, I mean, listen, 
I don't. I, I'm not a Jay Happ, uh, you know, apologist, but I, I don't know if he's the worst guy on the team. But um, Tyler Lyons is a guy who like has been a fringe player. I saw him last year with the Memphis Redbirds. Right? Yeah, he was with the Cardinals for a very long time. Yeah. I'm surprised he's still in the in the big leagues on a playoff roster, no less. Yeah, it's surprising. He's a lefty, so he's kind of like has cockroach status. Yeah, but. Um, uh, he he surfaced with the uh, Pirates this year. He pitched twelve and two thirds innings in the big in the big leagues this year, and he's yeah. on a playoff roster. And only eight and two thirds of those were with the Yankees, right? So, yeah. Um, I guess the Yankees are in desperate need of left-handed arms, but they have Zach Britton and, and Chapman. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. So that's I mean Tyler Lyons, a fringe guy. I I mean God bless him that he's on the the Yankees. I guess right. Uh, he could he could eke out a, a ring out of all this. So mm-hmm. uh, I would suggest he might want to retire if he does get that <laughs> ring. Uh, uh, who did we say would do the Howie Kendrick or something? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that that would be my, my business advice to uh, Tyler Lyons. Mm-hmm. But anyway, okay, so let's move on to the National League, yeah? Yeah. All right, so uh, let's start with the uh, Nationals. How about okay, it? okay, perfect. A lot of, a lot of people to choose from here. Oh, yeah, say. yeah. No, this is a good one. For like a team with like one of the worst bullpens in Major League Baseball, I think. Yep. yep. In the twenties, I think they were yeah, ranked. Yeah. Um, let's just take a look at the outfielders there. Okay. Um Oof. You know. Yeah. Um Ah oh, man, this is a tough one, Jeremy. Okay, so you know what? Um we have a rule against backup catchers, but uh-huh. I don't think we have a rule against starters. So I'm okay. gonna say Jan Gomes. I mean, is he the starter even? I, yeah, I think it's uh, yeah. Oh uh, no, that that's a good point because Kurt Suzuki was playing tonight. But I'll I'll say this, it's not like it's just some like like schlub for like both of those guys, Jan Gomes and Kurt Suzuki. Both have a long track record, so I would say they're both eligible for for worst player if you want to pick either one. <laughs> it's not like you know we're not picking on like a uh, 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 who's the guy on the Dodgers or the Brewers last year, um, the, Manny the, Pena. The, the uh, oh, Eric Lunkhead G- guy. Uh, yeah. yeah, he's Eric not maybe Kratz. not a luck. That's maybe unfair, but yeah, Eric Kratz. Yeah, yeah. like you know these guys have have been starters for most of their careers. I yes. would say so. Yeah, I'd say they're both. Ripe, you know, they're nice. They're ripe oh the man, yeah, there's um, uh, you know what? No, I don't want to choose Jan Gomes though. Uh, sure. I'm, I'm gonna go with Gerardo Parra, okay? All right, yeah, Gerardo <laughs> Parra, that's my final answer. He was um, he was doing a lot of che- he was doing the classic thing where like they show the guy on the bench cheerleading who like has no place being any sort of like face, like, like you know, uh, you know, uh, icon for the team or whatever, right? Um, I think it was in the. It was during the uh, the the wild card game. I think mm-hmm. like the the Brewers were or the the Nats were closing in on winning or something, and he was like raising his hands, and it's like this guy should not be the cheerleader for the team. Yeah, he's just he's just happy to be there, man. Yeah, exactly. Um, he should be sitting down like with his legs crossed and just smiling and just waiting to rush the field. <laughs> you know? I remember there was one time when he was with the Rockies. Uh, this was a game in Wrigley Field, but he was running. He was on second base. And like a ground ball was hit to the shortstop, and uh, he, he you know he started running to third base, but like he got in the way of the ground ball and uh-huh. like uh, like like clapped his hands in front of it, and then oh. like and then like jumped over the ball uh-huh. to like distract the shortstop, <laughs> and then like uh, I think the shortstop still ended up making the play, um, but it was like it was it was fucking bush league, man. It's uh-huh. like, what the, sure. what the what are you? What are you doing, dude? Like you're trying to get in the shortstop's way of this ball, yeah, uh, as a base runner. Um, yeah, Gerardo Parra is like, uh, he, he maybe spent a year or two as a starter for the Diamondbacks, but for the most part, like, he's just been a fourth outfielder for his whole career. Sure, uh, that's you fair. You know, never anything remarkable, just kind of a boring player, so Ger- Gerardo Parra is my pick for this one. That's fair. Um, I would love to pick Anibal Sanchez, but he's, uh, he's actually been resurgent with the, he has. With the Nationals. Another guy where it's like, you know, how, how is this guy, he's like a, a baseball, I don't even want to call him a cockroach, he's like a baseball zombie. Yeah, or or like a the, barnacle or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, take your pick. But like, yeah. he's like the fucking Walking Dead, man. But like, he's yeah. still, he's still in baseball somehow. So and on a playoff roster, so good I'll, for him. I'll go. I was gonna. I have to pick someone from the bullpen, and like, I, I'd love, I'd love to pick Fernando Rodney because he's mm-hmm. fucking. But he's like forty-five years old yeah. or something. Um, but. Uh, I do like I liked when he had the plantain uh, in the World Baseball Classic a few years back. So I'm going to go Hunter Strickland. Okay. I okay. mean that's this is a guy who like we I think we've ripped into him before on this podcast, but a guy who seems to have all the talent in the world. Like he's he's he can throw the ball really hard, um, but he's like 
picking fights to go back to the Michael Morse. Um, he's 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 picking fights with Bryce Harper. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's holding grudges from years past. Right, and he's just as much of a of a of a douchebag as Bryce Harper is. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's funny. It's like you know, nerds calling nerds nerds. It's like these are like douchebags calling douchebags douchebags. Yeah, like um, and he's just not good. He's no. just like he he just serves way too many home runs. I think he uh, came in. Uh, yesterday and and like you know was a gas can uh and so yeah hunter strickland is like a guy who like at some his 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 chances are going to run out and i feel like this is his last chance of like be good right and he's not being good Mm -hmm. and on a team that desperately needs bullpen arms yeah so yeah uh you know you got wonder swero you got fernando rodney but i'll say hunter strickland just because of the uh the pomp and circumstance around him Mm -hmm. um all right let's go dodgers then i guess Sure. Um, yeah, a lot of guys on this team. Oof, man. Um, yeah, the bullpen's got a couple suspects in there. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, scroll. Uh, do we get all the outfielders? Yeah, yeah, that's everybody. okay. Perfect. Um, uh, all right, Jeremy. I would say uh, uh, scroll up once. Let me see their bullpen guys again. Man. Good. Yeah. Yeah. I would say it's got it's got to come from the bullpen. Okay. I feel like a lot of these have. Um, you know, I, I'm gonna say uh, 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 Joe Kelly. Yeah. I mean, Joe Kelly seems to stand out there for sure. Yeah. Um, he's a guy who like uh, never you know didn't make it as a starter. Like I feel like the the Red Sox and the Dodgers both brought him in to be like a like a lockdown like relief pitcher mm-hmm. and like he just couldn't really definitely the Dodgers like and I think it was this year did they sign him this year or two years ago mm, I, I don't know yeah I don't know if he was on them last year I feel like kind of feel like he was I think he was too and yeah. like he did just did not do well mm, no um, he was on Boston last year yeah so this year was the year they brought him in he's got a five uh, or 456 ERA that's terrible it's like that's not what they brought him in to do no so like yeah he's kind of a disappointment uh, for the team but he's he's on the playoff roster. Um, I mean uh, I feel like Rich Hill like Jeremy every year like Rich Hill is hurt for the entire season and then he, he resurfaces <laughs> yeah. in the playoffs as like their fourth starter to yeah. do a spot start somehow yeah yeah somehow Rich Hill a guy who looks every bit of the age that he is he he's just not he's like he maybe for a guy who maybe had like a bit of a baby face when he started he looks like old as hell right now. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, I mean like uh, you know you could say like Mad Beatty like uh, is like a guy who's like a fringe guy like um, although maybe he's got some promise. AJ Pollock is like uh, always injured. Yeah. Chris Taylor seems like just like a a, a fucking rat boy. Yeah, 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 exactly. Like. Just a, a nuisance or a pest or something, mm. but uh, I would say Joe Kelly as well. Yeah, nice. Like, yeah, we can say that and move on. Okay. Uh, let's go Cardinals here. Um, okay. I'd love to say every single member of the Cardinals. <laughs> I hate them all. Jeremy, no, yeah, Jeremy's never been a, a big fan of the Cardinals. No, I just naturally can't, can't stand them. No. Um, but uh, yeah, looking at this roster, well, I know one guy who uh, could never pick. A certain infielder on this team is his least favorite. <laughs> um, oh so yeah, yes, yes. Talking uh, about the informed interloper. Yeah, yeah. Who may uh, own a jersey of one of these guys? Right. Yeah, Jairo Munoz. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, yeah, go up a little bit, uh, Jeremy. Um, you know, I, I am sadly uh, going to say here. This is a hot take. Okay. But uh, Adam Wainwright. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Jack, did you see my tweet from yesterday? No, I actually didn't. Let me. Uh, I'm going to pull it up because okay. I want to read it verbatim because yeah. it was very. I worded. I spent very, uh, you know, careful moments like like wording this wording this perfectly. Mm-hmm. So um, I want to. Uh, I don't want to say it incorrectly, but uh, mm-hmm. here it is from last night during the game. I wonder if Cardinals fans know how much seeing Matt or seeing Adam Wainwright celebrating during a rally makes non-Cardinals fans want to de-skin him. <laughs> He's another guy. I mean, listen, I, honestly, I, I almost want to blame. You can almost blame like baseball directors uh, of live broadcasts for for a majority of my hatred for a lot of players because. I guarantee you, any player that they show in the dugout, like celebrating his team doing well, I'm gonna fucking hate. Yeah. Um, 
It happened with uh, the the yo- the yokel uh, Derek Law. Yeah, right? sure. Um, we talked about Gerardo Parra uh, last night, and like Adam Wainwright, they always fucking show the the, the fucking Cardinals dugout. Anytime they cut to them, like celebrating, like it used to be this like this thing that they used to do, like where they put their hands in the air, like it's not like turn of the century celebration yeah. style or whatever. Where uh-huh. they, they clasp their hands and put it over both shoulders. Uh, like some sort of like gentleman or something. I don't yeah. know what the fuck it is. But whatever they do and they show them celebrating, it's fucking, it just makes me want to fucking smack them all in the face. And like, yeah, I like, <clears throat> it makes me want to tear Adam Wainwright's skin off. Mm. Like they show him, they showed him last night and he was like celebrating. It's like, shut, get just fucking, why you gotta be so fucking smug, you fucking punk? Yep. Like yeah. this ain't 06 anymore, dude. You no. ain't, uh, you're not, you're not the hero. Yeah, anymore. even even Buffalo Bill wouldn't want that guy's skin. <laughs> yeah, you know, exactly. From Silence of the Lambs. Yeah, yeah. He's no Federica Bimmel. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I mean, ah, Jesus. I mean, there. If you really put a hard magnifying glass to some of these infi- some of these uh, position players, I mean. You can make an argument for Jose Martinez a little yep. bit, Yairo Munoz, Colton Wong. I kind of want to yeah, say, sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely. mean, I might, I might go Col- Colton Wong on this. He's okay. a guy who's just like been like a disappointment and like. Yeah, he was a first round draft pick, I think. Um, yeah, he just never, he never really like came through for no. the team, and like, I'm. It seems to me like Cardinals Nation would like to get rid of him, but he's yeah. still starting for them, or they they need him to start now, or yeah, maybe he was a late inning. Uh, defensive move, but he was in the game uh, today or something. Well, so. you know, and he bitched about Mike Matheny like and not uh, having a consistent starting role, something like that. Right know. when he, this is one situation where I would maybe be on Matheny's side. It's like, <laughs> well, why should you have a starting role? You haven't been good. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, um, he maybe had like one, uh, you know, big hit or something mm. in, in Cardinals history, but. Yeah, I'll say Colton Wong. Okay. Why not? Why not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, all right, so we got the the Braves to round it out here. Okay, perfect. Well, man. I see one that's popping out to me already. Okay, um, okay. Uh, oh, we can keep going down. It's not going to be a catcher, but I didn't know oh. that Francisco Cervelli was on them. Uh, yes, yeah, they he, got Francisco he Cervelli. struck out, I think, today maybe, or last night in a big situation, I yeah, think. Yeah, catcher of the baseball spaz team, Francisco Cervelli. Yeah, and as a uh, former starter, I'd say he's eligible. <laughs> yeah, 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 he's eligible. Him, him, T-Flo, and Brian McCann, Tyler yeah. Flowers. What a collection uh, right there. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um... Okay. I don't know who Rafael Ortega is. I'll say no, that. No, right I've, I've never heard that. I didn't know Darren O'Day was on the Braves. Uh, yeah, O'Day all day. <laughs> uh, that was a reference to my high school uh, gym class. Oh, wow. Uh, there was some kid on my team named, uh, o- his last name was O'Day, and there was this other kid who was like a, a white rapper, yeah. and uh, he was like, he was like doing that thing where like he was like cheering for him, but he was kind of doing it in jest and kind of making fun of the guy. And he was like, he's like, oh day all day, oh day all day. <laughs> so, um, wow, there's some there's some good there's some good candidates. Yeah, there's on some good candidates. Roster. Jeremy, um, uh, all right, so I'm gonna say Josh Tomlin. That's gonna be yeah. who, who mine is. But I'm, well, I'm gonna comment on. Oh man, actually, there's now. You know what? I, I'm gonna change that because I didn't see. Uh, I didn't take a close enough look at that. I'm gonna say Billy Hamilton. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I that one just because I was gonna say Matt Joyce. Okay. Um, yeah. But uh, but uh, Billy Hamilton really is begging to be the worst right. guy, and then and we're looking, we're overlooking Adam Duvall, yeah, who yeah. hit a homer today. Yeah, and, and you know what? I'll, I'll say this, Jeremy. This is the hottest take you're gonna hear all off season. Okay. I, I feel like you know, you know what? The Brewers should sign Adam Duvall and put him at first base and like let him hit fucking thirty plus home runs in Miller Park. Yeah, do it. Yeah, I mean, if yeah, if he could do that, uh, which he very likely could. Um, I when he hit the homer uh, today, I was like, I can't believe that. Like at some point a couple months ago, it occurred to me. I'm like, I haven't heard that guy's name in a couple years. Yep. And I'm like, is he still in the league? And yeah, uh, yeah he hits a big homer today. Yeah, he was in the minors with the Braves all season this year. He was there. Yeah. He was their version of Ian Happ. He was just in AAA, like mashing. Yeah. And then they they brought him up. That's crazy. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, uh, I would not be opposed to like the Brewers signing him and having him hit a ton of home runs. But Billy Hamilton yeah. is a, a glorified pinch runner at this point. The yeah, guy can never. He, he had all the speed in the world, and he's a good. Uh, he's good with the glove in center field. 
But he can't hit. You know, you can't steal first base. Who was the guy? Was it Herb Washington? Was that his name? The guy yeah, the, from the A's? The guy who the only the only player ever to have his baseball card list him as a pinch runner yes. for his position, which I, is pretty cool. I picked that card up, actually. Did you? Really? Yeah, you yeah, have, yeah, that? have that? Nice. One, yeah. I think it's 1974 tops, yeah. maybe. Um, yeah, I got to go Billy Hamilton as well, man. Okay, yeah. Like, the guy is just like a disappointment. You know, yeah, we just, saw him earlier this year. I think he played on the Royals in that game oh, that, that we saw. Yeah. Yeah. So, man, yeah. that makes me want to yell, fuck KC. <laughs> <laughs> when, you, when you tell me it's something like that. Yeah, so Billy Hamilton will never be, uh, will never be shit. So <laughs> He ain't shit. He ain't shit. So there you go. That's the kind of the, uh, we should, that should be the title of this podcast. Um, yeah, well, there you go. So, um, you know, luckily, Randley Theater was here to, to, to come at you, like, in the very early days of the playoffs to let you know, the listener at home, who the worst player on each team is. So right. when you watch a team uh, and you watch any of these playoff games and you see the worst player, you'll be like, Randley Theater told me that that guy was the worst guy. Right. So. Just like we told you that Babe Ruth was the best guy of all time. <laughs> you heard it. You heard it here first, folks. Exactly. Uh, okay. So. so next week we will be going to the Catalyst Content Festival. We're not sure uh, exactly uh, how that's going to play out. Yeah. But uh, we're very excited to go, and uh, we look forward to uh, uh, updating you guys uh, with our details of our trip. Yeah, at the very least, maybe we'll check in like with a, a mini-sode or something yep. and uh, you know, uh, hit you that way um, when, when we're up there. But uh, it'll be interesting uh, to see how it all plays out, and uh, we'll let you know about it uh, right here on the podcast. All right, so for Rain Delay Theater, I'm Jack Sikowski. And I'm Jeremy Dionisio. And we'll see you next time. Bye-bye.